Welcome back, everyone, to the Six Figure Social Worker Podcast. It's your girl, LA. I am your Six Figure Social Worker. I told you I am back. Today's episode, we're going to talk about understanding what you hold. Understanding what you hold. So stay tuned. I look forward to sharing with you. On today's episode, I want to highlight one of my books, Ladies Take Your Man Back. The man stands for Mature Assertive Nature. This book is geared towards women who are struggling in their spirituality and past trauma. And so if you are a woman, you or your clients, this book will help deal with past trauma as well as help you understand from a spiritual standpoint, the purpose in your pain. These books and all of my products can be purchased at www.youchangellc.com. Thank you. Ladies and gents, brothers and sisters, I just want to thank you for tuning in to the Six Figure Social Worker Podcast. If this is your first time, this podcast is designed to teach you how to make a living while you're making a difference. And a lot of times I will be coming on really to encourage you in the field of social work. Not only is it one of the best decisions that I've made, but I realize that it definitely aligns with who I am as an individual. And so today when we talk about you got it, it's interesting when I read or see someone post that's have their social work degree and they start questioning whether or not they should have went into the field you know some are thinking about walking away from the field and I'm this is what I want you to know if you are a social worker right and you have your bachelor's degree and you just don't want to go back to school to get your master's degree I'm saying you still have hope Okay, so there's a lot of people that will say you have to get your master's degree. Now, I'm excited or or grateful that I went and got my master's degree because it positioned me in where I am now. So I got my master's degree. Then I did the two year supervision, took the exam, and now I'm an independently licensed um, social worker and I have my own private practice. Just recently started a behavioral health organization. And so I can do all the, all of that. But what I teach other social workers who may not want to go to school is that you can actually provide coaching services to individuals who are willing to pay you out of pocket. Yep, you heard me. Who are willing to pay you out of pocket. Here's the beautiful thing about this. You have people that are coaches that's out here that may not even know the difference between um, the mental standpoint of an individual versus someone just needing some clarity about their goals. And so you as a social worker who have studied human behavior, you know, who understand the interviewing techniques and the different um, things that we learn in the field of social work, you're able to walk people through that. You're able to walk people through, you know, relational issues, you know, marriage matters. You're able to kind of coach them through it. And individuals are willing to pay. So I need you to, first of all, understand you got to believe in you. 
Like you have to believe that you didn't just go to school, right? And just waste some time. Social work really is not a field for someone just to go to school and just say, okay, this is what it is. Let me tell you this. You got to deal with some of your issues. You got to deal with some of that stuff because it's going to be hard for you to help someone with their life if your life is jacked up. You know, for real, let's, I mean, let's just be honest. It's going to be hard for you to help someone else with their life if your life is jacked up. And one of the things I'm noticing um, in the field is that when I started off being a supervisor, right, a clinical supervisor, I noticed that there were a lot of social workers who, they were good social workers, but they were struggling, right, in their personal life, and they didn't have a safe place to go. So that's why I ended up expanding my private practice, or starting, actually, my private practice for licensed social workers, licensed um, or individuals in the helping field, because I wanted them to know that there was a safe place, right? Because we can be good at something, but, and still struggle in our own stuff, so please, don't get me wrong when I say that. But what I am saying is this. I can't take you no further than, I'm, than I've gone, right? Like, I can't walk you through getting a master's degree if I don't even have my bachelor's degree. And so that's what I mean by when we're helping someone process through their life, right? So how am I going to help you with your relationship if I'm being abused in mine? So I need y'all to just understand it. This is not, you know, judgment. This is nothing. This is just awareness for you to understand that you have to put you first still. Even though we are helpers, we still have to put us first because we're no good for our families, our clients, or anyone if we're no good to ourselves. So you want to make sure you incorporate the practice of doing the necessary things you need to do for you. Because if you do not do that, this field will burn you out because you will constantly be pouring and pouring and pouring and never really being filled back up. And so I need you to understand you got it. Like you got it in you. The fact that you have a desire to help other people says to me that you have it in you. I need you to really understand what you actually have in you. Now, it was one thing for me to say it, but it's another thing for you to believe it. So I want you to really sit back and I want you to ask yourself a couple questions. The first question I want you to ask yourself is, what do I want? What do I want, you know, with my degree? What do I want with my career? What do I see myself? And be real specific about that. Do you see yourself working with clients? Do you see yourself doing more virtual? What would you like to see by this time next year? I really need you to get a clear picture about that. And then you're going to ask yourself, well, why do I want that? Right. Why do I prefer working with um, mental health and not working with substance abuse? Why do I feel like I want to work in a prison and not work in a school? So I want you to begin to ask yourself, why do I feel like giving up on social work altogether? Ask yourself the question, why do I want this particular goal? You will always hear motivational speakers talk about your why. What is that why? What is that thing that gets you up in the morning and gets you, you know, pushing all day long? What is that thing, right? That even when you're ready to throw in the towel, you're ready to give up. It just keeps gnawing at you and telling you you cannot give up. What is the why? Why do you want it? Then I want you to ask yourself, 
What am I willing to do to get it? What am I willing to do? What am I willing to sacrifice? Like, am I willing to sacrifice not going to every family function? Am I willing to sacrifice not being in a relationship right now? Am I willing to sacrifice sleep? Like, what am I willing to sacrifice in order to reach this goal? That question will go back to another question that I want you to ask yourself is, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Because you may want or have a vision of your future, right? You may even, you know, believe you have the why. But then is the desire really bad enough? Like, is the desire waking you up in the middle of the night? Is the desire keeping you up late at night so you so you can get it done, right? How bad do you want it? And what are you willing to do to make it happen? Y'all, listen. My family couldn't understand why I wasn't able to just be around and doing different things. I was so laser focused on going to school because I, I mean, literally, I'm a returning student. So I went and got my bachelor's degree after I was 30. So this thing just, this, this is not a situation where I went to high school or graduated high school and then went to college. And it, no, that's not my situation. That's not my story, right? No, I went, I graduated high school and, you know, went through all this stuff, went to prison, got out of prison, and then I went to school. See, before I was able to be focused, I had to get my mind right. I had to get my mind, you know, or release myself from the mental um, bars that I had lived with for so many years. And so those are the things like you being able to say, how bad do you want to get reach this goal? How bad do you want it? If it's taking the exam, okay, listen, I failed the test two to three times. And the no, it must have been, it was three times. And then the final time I went and I did um, a test taking course because that's how bad I wanted it. And plus my, my future where I was desiring to go in my social work career depended on it. So you see what I'm saying? You got to begin to be laser focused about what it is you want. What do you want to build in your career? And I promise you, you can do it. If you're one that may be, you know, feeling like you're later in your years and you only got your bachelor's, I'm saying to you, a bachelor's is good, but you got to market yourself. What are you an expert in? Can you help someone navigate through parenting? Can you help someone navigate through, you know, a divorce? What have you experienced? Because people, our experiences, for me, is the best teacher. I promise you, the, the things that I teach came from what I walked through. Now, the terms and using all the CBT and EMDR and using all those terms, you know, yeah, that's, you know, clinical stuff. But at the end of the day, the thing that makes me effective is what I endure, my persistence and my ability to keep on, you know, processing through life and doing some self-assessment, not ignoring how I'm feeling and what I've experienced, but being able to self-assess. And that's one of the things that I've learned and I continue to do in my life. I self-assess. So even when I get offended by someone, 
or someone is offended by something I've done, I sit back and I self-assess, okay, wait, why did that get you upset? Because this is what I teach my clients. Why did that just trigger that particular emotion? Why did that, why did you look at that that way? The only reason I'm really able to help my clients walk through that is because I do it in my own life. I was on the flight or really stuck at the airport um, actually today um, coming back home from vacation and I was literally stuck at the airport for 10 hours. And you know what I did? I didn't complain. I'm like, okay, you know, they kept saying you can be on this flight and, you know, on standby and everything. And the flight was full. And so I had to wait and literally just coming in from the airport and it's 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so, but during the time I, I went into one of the stores and I grabbed this book from by Gabrielle Union and it's entitled, You Got Anything Stronger? You Got Anything Stronger? That's the title of her book. And so when I began to read and I read the first um, chapter and as I began to read it, she talks about um, her life. And I was like, man, What she went through with infertility and the negative self-talk, if she hadn't got into counseling and been transparent about what she had experienced, she could have been another one of our um, actors or Hollywood stars or whatever who have committed suicide. And that's the thing, right? When we don't take care of ourselves and when we're not trusting someone to help us navigate through this thing called life we begin to stay stuck in our own head she talked about feeling like she wasn't good enough you know feeling like something was wrong with her because she couldn't have and couldn't birth a child herself you know and so those are things y'all it's like when we experience depression that is a dark space but I want you to know that just like we tell our clients the, the same thing worked for us. Many of you are counting yourself out. You're saying, I can't do it because I don't have this or I don't have that. I'm saying, you got, you got it. Whatever it is, you got it. You just got to be still long enough to recognize what it is. But I promise you, you got it. Y'all, I worked at a job for years and I knew They was trying to sabotage me. But I kept reminding myself why I was there. I know I was effective to the clients. I kept reminding myself. I would be driving on the parking lot with tears in my eyes. I would be on my way to see a client, have to go in the bathroom to wipe the tears from my eyes so I can be ready to face this client. Because of administration and their negative behavior. And so that, I don't care what your situation is. You just got to remember why you got in the field. You got to remember who you're called to. So when I say you got it, I'm saying you got it. Like nobody gave me permission. Nobody gave me anything. I had to be still enough to recognize what it was. What did I have? What did I have? You had the ability to write these books. To empower other people, inspire other people. You have the ability to communicate effectively with those who are waiting to hear your voice. You have it. Everything you need is on the inside of you. You just too busy and distracted with the stuff on the outside of you. 
Listen, we're not asking for permission to be great. We're making a decision to be great. We're not asking for permission. So that's what I need you to understand. You're a social worker. You're someone who wants to help other people. We can't ask for permission. I made up in my mind, either they were going to open the door or I was going to knock the door down. Either they was going to allow me a seat at the table or I was going to create my own table. You got it in you. I just need you to pay attention to what you're telling yourself. So what did I say? You got it. You got it. I promise you got it. I just need you to be still long enough. Be determined long enough. Be consistent long enough. Be focused long enough for you to be able to see it. Because you got it. It just may be covered up with doubt, with fear, with uncertainty. It just may be covered up. But I promise you, you got it. So it's your girl, L.A., your six-figure social worker. Thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to sharing with you next time.